Good morning, everybody. And welcome to this week's the announcements presented by Ireland Home Based Services. It is the week of October 1st, 2023. Looks like we're finally getting some fall weather creeping in here later in the week, so be on the lookout for that. I think we're all kind of over the warm, hot weather during the day. Maybe not all of us. I want to send a congratulations to Sherry Wilson. Sherry was randomly selected as the gift card winner for last week, so uh, listen to your chance to win. We're going to have the, the deadline for that be on Friday. I'm off next week, so if you want to participate and have your chance to win the gift card, I need your answer to the question by 4 o'clock Central Time, 5 Eastern on Friday. Let's go ahead and get into the announcements for this week. If you didn't know, October is SIDS Awareness Month, so we want to share some information and resources for staff to utilize with clients and families that we serve to prevent any future infant deaths. According to the IndianaPCA.org, about 1,360 babies died of SIDS in 2017, the last year for which such statistics are available. We know that we work with a vulnerable population and individuals that we often have several other risk factors present in their lives. This is why it's vitally important for us to spread knowledge, credible information, and awareness about safe sleep. Some of the practical ways we go about doing this at IHBS is by observing a child's sleep space every single time we are in the home. It's especially important when a child is placed in the home, such as family preservation or community partners cases. We coach caregivers whenever we see anything unsafe, such as blankets or soft objects in an infant's sleep area. We know that babies sleep safest on their back, so make sure we're always looking for that as well. Make sure we ensure that a safe sleep checklist is completed for each service level. Even if you did not open services or do the opening paperwork, it's important to go over that safe sleep checklist when you are working with families. There are going to be plenty of um, links that will be in the email that I'll send with the announcements, so be on the lookout for many, many links uh, about safe sleep and lots of resources that you can utilize yourself or utilize with clients. Um, so be on the lookout for that. If you have need additional resources, you can also see the email sent by Chelsea Breeden on October 2nd, 2023. So a lot of that information is in the email that Chelsea sent out as well. As we approach fall and winter seasons, the flu and its spread become almost common. To protect yourself, vaccinations are available at all pharmacies like Walgreens, CVS, Walmart, Meyer, and many other stores. Vaccinations can also occur at local health departments or your physician's office. The updated COVID vaccine is also available at this time. Getting the vaccines at the same time at the same visit is safe. And there's a link uh, included that from the CDC that says getting a flu vaccine and a COVID-19 vaccine at the same time. And it does talk about how it is safe to get vaccinated at the same time, saving some time for that. Take three actions to fight the flu. Uh, the influenza or flu is a contagious disease that can be serious. Every year, millions of people get sick, hundreds of thousands are hospitalized, and thousands to tens of thousands of people die from the flu. CDC urges you to take the following actions to protect yourself and others from the flu. Get yourself and your family vaccinated. A yearly flu vaccine is the first and most important step in protecting against flu viruses. Everyone six months and older should get the annual flu vaccine. Protect yourself, protect your family, and get vaccinated. Stop the spread. Take everyday preventative actions to help stop the spread of flu viruses. Avoid close contact with sick people. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your, co co uh, cover your coughs and sneezes. Wash your hands often. 
and don't come to work when sick if you have symptoms such as a fever. You can also ask your doctor about uh, flu antivirals. Take antiviral drugs if your doctor prescribes them. Antiviral drugs can be used to treat flu illnesses and can make illnesses milder and shorten the time that you are sick. We're going to talk about accuracy of documentation and case notes and also a reminder that monthly reports are due today. So make sure that you're working on those and getting those turned in. Uh, the billing department continues to see multiple requests each week to edit, delete, revise times, dates, etc. on uh, case notes. Documentation is a very important component of being an effective caseworker, therapist, or family support worker, and it's imperative each note uh, being reviewed before you submit it. Once submitted, you can no longer go back and edit or revise it, so please double check all areas before submitting. As you work on monthly reports, it's also imperative not to alter or revise any portion of your monthly after you have final submitted for your supervisor to review. If you find yourself in a position to do so, please make sure you reach out to your team leader before you alter that monthly that's already been submitted. A couple of these were on last week, but I um, want to talk about the, the Hispanic Heritage Month. It runs from September 15th to October 15th, where we recognize historical and cultural contributions of individuals and groups of Hispanic and Latino descent in the United States. Uh, there was a uh, newsletter that went out from Susanna uh, Levis last week that had some great information in there about the, about the celebration of the month. We encourage everyone to uh, learn something, try a new recipe, learn about the new culture, um, listen to a podcast, attending community events. All these could uh, provide more education for you when working with your Hispanic clientele. If you have any questions about any of this, you can reach out to, to the Diversity Committee, diversity.ihps.us. Talk about safe driving again. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, rear-end collisions make up roughly one-third of all traffic crashes involving more than one vehicle. What are some things that you can do to drive more safe? Avoid changing lanes too closely to other vehicles. If you need to make a quick lane change, use your turn signal and wave to the other driver to show your appreciation. To avoid getting too close when changing lanes, leave at least two car lengths between you and the car in front of you. If others get too close behind you, remain calm and continue to stay a safe distance away from the vehicle in front of you. If the car cuts you off, relax and remove your foot from the gas to create two car lengths of space in front of you. Keep in mind that the left lane is to be used for passing. To avoid being tailgated and inducing road rage, drive in the right lane and only use the left lane for passing. In some instances, passing a car you deem as a risk might cause you to speed up. Perform this behavior carefully and safely. If the car you are passing speeds up, don't try to match their speed. Simply move back to the right lane. If you can't move over, maintain the posted speed limit and leave a safe distance between you and the vehicles in front of you. And when stopping, don't get too close to the car in front of you. Always maintain a visual of the bumper and tires of the car in front of you, as well as some of the road. This will leave you with a cushion of safety and the ability to move your vehicle into the left or right lane if necessary to avoid being boxed in. Reminder, as you enter PTO or holidays in your time tracker, please make sure your hours are only entered as either 4 hours or 8 hours. 8 hours should be entered as from 8 to 4, and 4 hours should be entered as either 8 to 12 or 12 to 4. Doing so helps the billing department better identify this time taken as they process your paperwork packet. Also, in order to be paid for your PTO time, you must enter the PTO into both Canopy and the Casewind time tracker. A reminder that tomorrow, 
FEMA and the FCC are going to do a nationwide emergency alert test. So be on the lookout for that. And the national test will consist of two portions. The WEA, which is going to be the wireless emergency alerts, and the EAS, which is the emergency alert system. Both tests are scheduled to begin at approximately 2.20 Eastern Time, 1.20 Central, on Wednesday, October 4th. The WEA portion of the test will be directed to all consumer cell phones. Uh, this will be uh, the third nationwide test, but the second test to all cellular devices. The test messages will display in either English or Spanish, depending on the language setting and the, and the wireless handset. handset. And the purpose of the October 4th test to ensure that the systems continue to be effective means of warning the public about emergencies, particularly those of a national level. In case the October 4th test is postponed due to widespread severe weather or other significant events, the backup test will be held on October 11th. So tomorrow afternoon on Wednesday, your phones are going to have an alert coming to it. Just understand that that is a test. Talk about some of the cafes we've got coming up. Uh, we have the Staff Cafe Fall Series. The next one's going to be conducted on Tuesday, October 24th. And remember, the Staff Cafe is for you all. It's going to be on Empathy. It's going to be Tuesday, October 24th, starting at 9 Central and 10 Eastern. Remember, that's run by uh, Deborah Cooper. Deborah has sent out uh, a few reminders on this already, but just remember the next one's on Tuesday, October the 24th, 9 o'clock Central, 10 Eastern. Lasts about an hour. Get those in your calendar so that way you can plan to attend that. The Recovery Community uh, Cafe Fall Series continues. October 5th, the topic's going to be Detoxing, Harm Reduction, and Relapse Prevention. And remember, all ages and stages of recovery are welcomed, as well as those who are supporting someone recovering. So if you know any of, the, any of your clients that could benefit from the, the Recovery Community Cafe, please uh, encourage them to attend this. They run on Tuesday, I'm sorry, Thursday evenings from 5.30 to 7 or 6.30 to 8.00. Going to be on Zoom. And if you have any questions about getting someone registered or questions about the recovery series, make sure you reach out to Amanda Colvin, recovery coach, 812-583-1480, or Deborah Cooper, 812-483-8369. All right, trivia question. Remember, the trivia's due. The answers are due to myself, Gary Emmons, by email, gemmons at ihbs.us. It's going to be due on Friday by 4 p.m. or 5 p.m., Eastern Time. The question this week is, name one requirement in-home workers have when visiting a home with a child less than one year old. We talked about it back in the safe sleep portion. So if there are children under one in the home, infants in the home, what are the requirements you're supposed to conduct? I talked about three of them earlier. What do you need to do to ensure children are sleeping in safe spaces? Remember, email me by 4 o'clock Central, 5 o'clock Eastern on Friday to be entered into the drawing to win. And the last announcement is going to be the continued series on parenting neurodivergence. Remember, that's, in the, that's a virtual eight-week class for those raising an autistic child. Parents can find a supportive community and education on the different aspects of autism. Virtual meetings will be on Zoom Tuesdays from 5.30 to 7 Central or 6.30 Eastern Time. And tonight's topic is learning and play differences. So attend that, or you can encourage someone to attend that if they have a child with autism. It's another wonderful resource that our clients and people in our communities have. So if you have questions, again, please reach out to Deborah Cooper, 
Well, that's going to do it for this week. Hope everyone has a great rest of your work week. Thank, thank you for doing what you do every single day. We appreciate you all. Have a great week, everybody.